Welcome to the comic wrap-up, recorded live here at Four Color Fantasy's comic book store. I'm Michael Maxwell, and joining me, as always, my permanent guest, owner of Four Color Fantasies, Chris Brady. Hi. Hello. How are you? Buy stuff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ew. It's before July 4th. I'm so excited. Big, big sale? Yeah. Well, no. It's just a lot of good comics. <laughs> it's a Wednesday on July 4th. Nobody's going to be at work, so hopefully everybody oh, yeah. will show up. We'll be here buying stuff. That would be nice. Yep. I might do a flash sale. Oh, get it? <laughs> Sorry. As long as you don't get a lot of flashers, that's I, fine. Well, I might be flashing. Whoa. Hey, now. <sighs> Nobody wants to see all this. The show where we talk about comics and what's new in the world of comics so, what is new in the world of comics this week? Oh. My. God. <laughs> I'm I sorry. I think it was the uh, <laughs> Sir mix song. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we have from Boom Studios, Go-Go Power Rangers, number 11. Uh, we have the new book, Jim Henson, Beneath Dark Crystal, number one. I'm actually excited for that one. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, number six. From Dark Horse Comics, you have... Halo Collateral Damage, uh, number two. Incognito Renaissance, number six. Or, no, I'm sorry, number five out of five. Uh, Quantum Age from World of Black Hammer by Jeff Lemire. That's for you, Nadine. Uh, Sword Daughter, number two. And Xerxes Fall of the House of Darius, number four. And from DC Comics, you have Batman, number 50. Yes, I know you've all heard one way or the other. That's not the whole story. Come in and pick up the book. It's a continuation of the ongoing story, and you will be pleasantly surprised. A little disappointed, but pleasantly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> not as disappointed as some people, but you will be disappointed a little bit, but you'll be like, hey, that's actually not bad. Um, so we have we have four covers for that. Um, actually, five covers, because we'll be getting the uh, Jim Lee pencils next week. But we have the regular cover, the Arthur Adam cover, the Jim Lee cover, and the blank covers. And uh, we will actually have, uh, what is it, cosplayers, uh, the photo booth going, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, let's see. So keep going here. We have Catwoman number one. Again, we have two covers and a blank cover for that. Um, Curse of Brimstone number four. Deathstroke number 33. Green Arrow, 42. Green Lanterns, number 50. Harley Quinn, 45. Um, Injustice 2, number 29. Justice League, number 3, along with three two other covers. A variant cover in the Jim Lee Pencil variant. We also have Man of Steel, number 6. The final issue of that six-part Bendis before it all goes to ongoing series stuff. Uh, Nightwing, 46. Shade the Changing Woman, number 5. Unexpected number two. We also have a new black and white uh, Batman statue by Becky Cloonan. Um, yeah, let's see. And then from Dynamite Entertainment, we have Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, I'm sorry, not Mistress Mistress of the Dark. It's just Mistress of Dark. Hmm. So I think there's a copyright thing or something in there. So <laughs> make sure I say it right. Uh, Jeepers Creepers number three. Uh, Pumpkinhead number five, Red Sonia Tarzan number three. A lot of horror themed comic books. 
And yeah, that's it. Red Sonia Tarzan, yeah, number three, with about 50 covers. Uh, let's see, IDW, you have Assassinitas, number six. Delta 13, number three. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Evil at Baldur's Gate, number two. Ghostbusters Crossing Over, number four. Uh, Highest House, number five. Joe Hill the Cape, number uh, Fallen, number one. Judge Dread Under Siege, number two. Low Life, number one. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, 67. 67 issues of that. Wow. Uh, isn't that awesome? People, I mean, that's, that's a really lot like of it. My Little Pony. Yeah, people really like it. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I don't get it, but... Neither do I. <laughs> sure. Orphan Black, Crazy Science, number one. Star Trek Discovery, Succession, number three. Um, Tangled, number three. Uh, Transformers Bumblebee movie prequel, number one. I'm actually interested in that movie, and I'll probably read the prequel. Because usually the prequels give you a little bit more than the movie mm-hmm. and get you a little better understanding. It happened with uh, Superman Returns. It's happened with all the movies that actually had prequel comics. So I always tell people, read them. You'll, you'll enjoy the movie much better. Yeah. Transformers Lost Light, number 19, and Walt Disney Comics and Stories, 742. Image Comics, you have Death or Glory, number 3, Grave Diggers Union, number 8, I Hate Fairyland, number 20, with the uh, Scotty Young cover and the Fuck Fairyland cover. Beep! Oh, sorry, a little late. And then it has like four other covers on there. Um, Last Siege, number 2, Medieval Spawn Witchblade, number 3, New Lieutenant, New Lieutenants of Metal number one, Paper Girls twenty two, Paradiso number five, Prism Stalker number five, Slea Spawn two eighty seven, Thief at Thieves thirty eight, Unnatural number one, Walking Dead one eighty one with two covers, and then you go into Marvel where you have Ant Man of the Wasp number three, Astonishing X Men thirteen, Avengers four, Captain America number one with a ton of covers. Uh, you have Ghost uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, number one comes out this week. Yes, yes. Put those eyebrows up. Mike. Which which uh, Ghost Rider is uh, this? I don't know. You have to pick it up to find out. Oh! Uh, Deadpool number two. Which I'm looking forward to that. Never thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> um, Death of the Inhumans number one, which was really really good. It's a new character, new intro to a new character, all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's see, Doctor Strange number three. Oh, I forgot to read that one. Uh, let's see. Hunt for Wolverine, Weapon Loss, number three. Immortal Hulk, number two. Infinity Countdown, Champions, number two. Um, Marvel Rising, Squirrel Girl, Miss Marvel, number one. Uh, da, 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 sorry, going through. Spider-Man, Deadpool, 35. Star Wars, number 50. Lots of variants. Beautiful book. It's the 50th issue of Star Wars. No, no wedding promised here. Though. No, no wedding promised, but, you know, <laughs> hey, it's kind of cool. I would like to see that, actually. Han Solo and Leia's wedding, that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, you lost my thought. Sorry. Star Wars, Last Jedi Adaptation, uh, Weapon X number 20, um, X-Men Gold number 31. And then we have Black Betty. Let's see, I'm going through the list here real quick. Um... um um, wow, there's a lot of books I don't order. Hillbilly, number 11. Hillbilly. Um, let's see that one. We don't talk about those cover, those comics. <laughs> those are the ones that go behind the curtain. One Punch Man, graphic novel, volume 14. 
Portal Bound, I know that. Uh, My Hero Academia Vigilantes, Volume 1. Let's see, Quantum and Woody. That comes out this week, I think. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Ruin of Thieves, Brigands, number 3. And... Oh, Zombie Tramp. We all love Dan Mendoza. Zombie Tramp comes out this week, too. All right, I think that's about it. Any uh, any collectible items or anything like that of note? No. It's a shame. There's a new TMNT Hero Clicks that comes out this week. We got a bunch of little stuff that came out this week. Mm-hmm. So just the statue was a big one. So, right. But a lot of fun stuff. All right, well, moving right along, we, uh, we've been doing this thing where we each read a comic book and we talk about it on the show. So uh, would you like to start this week? Sure, I'll talk. All right. I'll spoil. So last week, Man of Steel number five came out. It's uh, part of the six-part Bendis storyline that's been going on, leading into his uh, ongoing run on Superman. Uh, it's very interesting. I'm going to straight up spoil. Um, so there's a new character that just shows up. He's been he was a killer of Krypton. They find out in this book. He's what made Krypton explode. Wow. Um, right. So his his thing is he's out to kill every Kryptonian ever. And so he's gone after Superman. But in the last issue, he actually destroyed the bottle city of Kandor. Killed every single person in the city of Kandor by destroying the bottle. It's killed pretty, them all. It's pretty harsh, bro. Yeah. And so, you know, Supergirl found out about it. You know, they've been going at this guy. He's same levels of power as Superman, um, all kinds of stuff. Actually, a little stronger. So uh, he whooped his ass, which is kind of, kind of interesting. And then you find out because throughout the whole series, everybody's been asking him, "How's Lois?" Da da da. And he's just kind of been like very like you know, oh, there's something going on. I have to go. You know, kind of thing. And there's been all these little flashbacks to Lois and stuff. And if you read any of the other stuff, as Clark Kent, you know, Lois isn't around at the Daily Planet anymore. All these different weird kind of things. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Uh, You come to find out that um, his father, who came back in a Superman story earlier as part of the whole uh, Watchmen stuff and all stuff like that, is actually survived the destruction of Krypton. Um, So he decides he's going to take John. Lois and Clark's kid Mm -hmm. with him because he's of age now, according to Kryptonian ways, and he needs to go out and explore the universe. And so at first there, you know, Cal's all like, no, it's not happening. Right. And Lois is like, hell no, you ain't taking my kid. Right. You know, in in normal fashion. Right. 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 And Jor-El just keeps pushing and it's like, it's his choice, not yours. He's a man. So it ends up that you find out that, Lois and John have all taken off with Jor-El. So that's a whole other storyline somewhere in there. But I still am confused Potent- as to potential why... Potential for another book. Even. Right. I'm confused as to why he is so... you Because, know, I mean, there's been like three of the, his fellow superheroes have asked him, how's Lois? And he's just like been kind why of... Why he's dodging right, it. Right. Yeah. Dodging it. So... Maybe there's more. Maybe this issue coming out this week, number six, will answer those questions. Some good-looking art in this book. There is some beautiful art in this book. And then, um, so yeah, he gets his ass handed to him on the moon because he's trying to keep this guy from going there. And then uh, he realizes that, holy crap, this guy destroys any planet that Kryptonians are on. 
So he goes rushing off and drills down to the earth, a la first Superman movie style. And lo and behold, there's a guy standing there in the trying to destroy the earth. Is this the first time that we see the character? Because it looked no, like he's a... been he's been you you saw him in issue one. It's explained to you that he used to be there used to be like an Illuminati mm-hmm. of uh like the Beyonder all, all these characters that are like cosmic level characters that used to control him and tell him where to go. And this is like their, this is like their wet works guy. Okay. And he just believed that Krypton was craptastic and needed to be destroyed, (laughs) that they were above, they were trying to get above their grade. And so they, uh, they took him out without permission. Mm. And so everybody kind of, you know, yeah. So there you go. And you said this is a five of six. Huh? This, this is the, five the big... of six. Six is this week on Wednesday, July 4th. Uh, but yeah, and the, the cover is very homage to Death of Superman. Yeah, so. it is. With the cape and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the Doomsday. It actually and, is a redrawing yeah, of Doomsday. And the, way, and the um, way he's being held there and everything. Yeah. Yep, yep. Which is kind of what it looked like, like on it. the moon. But yeah, I mean, it was good. And then you got our face on the back cover. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're switching over from DC to Marvel because... I mean, oh, yay. I actually read the trade paperback for Deadpool v. Gambit. The V is for Versus. And uh, this is written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Which I that's, think that's it's all made weird... up. I think it's made up. I think it's made up. <laughs> it might be. It's so weird. Um, art by Danilo Bayruth. And say uh, that five cover, times cover fast. Art, but yeah, right. Kev, cover art by Kevin Wada. I know Wada. Wada. I like Wada's artwork. Yeah, and there's like, uh, I mean, I always like the trade paperbacks because they have all the different covers throughout the book. When you get to the like end of each section, mm-hmm. um, this uh, so this weird little team up between that it's like it's called Deadpool v Gambit, but they're only at odds. Like a couple for, times yeah. in the beginning, and then and then they're all teamed up, kind of like old man up. Logan, Deadpool. But the one thing, yeah, the one thing I never expected from this book was to find <laughs> was to get Dead Fist, and that is uh, Deadpool getting imbued with the power of Kun Lun, and he what? gets his own little oh my god costume and he everything. Not, <laughs> oh my god, he's Iron Fist Kun Lun, <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> It's uh, it's ridiculous. So they're they're getting uh, there's a character that they both are working for, and they're on a job, and this guy keeps like screwing them over, and uh, they keep trying to go after him, and for whatever reason he tr- he convinces them to trust him again, and so they what? do this job. Why would you do that? Where they're supposed to be getting this dragon tongue thing off this guy that they think is just some dude. Turns out it's uh. Uh, what the heck's his name? Something Cobra, I think. He's... Cobra Kai. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> he uh, he's like he he's part of Kunlan in some way, and um, he's like a defender of it or something like that. Where is he? It's right here. Fat Cobra. Fat Cobra. Yeah, that's his name. That's such that's a. Uh, right oh yeah, yeah. He's not that fat. He's more muscly. Yeah. And he, he's been uh, muscly cobra, but yeah, he's some kind of defender of Kanlan, I guess. I don't know. He's got a lot of power. And then we find out later that the guy that they've been following, and then the guy that keeps screwing them over, is actually Loki in disguise. 
and it's all a, a real estate scam. He's trying to he's trying to get them to destroy Gagdrazo or the aspect of it that's in this in in Midgard. And when that happens, it'll like destroy both Kanlan and it'll destroy Asgard or something like that. And he bought the section of Florida swamp and he's been making it nicey nice um, so that he can basically sell the Asgardians real estate once Asgard is destroyed. Like that's his whole plan. So it's like a Lex Luthor deal then <laughs> yeah. basically. He's like the Lex Luthor of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's just it's this really dumb, weird plan. There's a character named Scrambler who can scramble people's abilities. It's uh, I he, they make okay. reference like he's known, like he's in like the X Men comics a lot. Again, I don't know him. Um, Marvel, but he kind of has this whole I, I don't want to be a bad guy, I want to be a good guy kind of a thing. And at the end, he does the right thing and becomes a good guy. But he causes some issues with Deadpool and Gambit in the story because when he's when he messes with their powers, he can kind of cause them to go like not just go away, but go haywire. So Gambit accidentally blows this woman's hand off because he touches it and the guy causes him to not be able to control it. So right. he just so he, can, he interjects his power into yeah, her. And and blows her hand off. It's later on she shows up and she's fine and she's one of fucking uh, fat cobra's concubines and she's like a ninja and has both hands again. So I don't know. They so don't she ever has explain a healing that. power then. I guess. I don't know. They That'd don't explain interesting. it. I'm gonna go dirty here for a second. <laughs> so she has a healing factor. Wouldn't she be like a virgin every time? I'm just saying. I don't know, Chris. It's It's one of those questions. It's a philosophical debate for another day, I feel. (laughs) Actually, I'm posting one up because uh, I had a question posed to me the other day. Go ahead. Keep throwing it on my own. Um, All right. So, uh, and then, of course, he makes Deadpool, like, his healing factor's not working as well, and uh, that causes some issues. Overall, the comedy in the book is very good. Uh, The beginning of the book, when these two uh, pull off their first job, they're actually parading around as uh, Spider-Man and Daredevil. Like, they're both dressed up as those characters, and they cause, like, a fight that causes a distraction, and then they steal some stuff and make off with it. I think their interaction is great at the beginning, but we reach a point in the story where it's almost like it's not even about them anymore. Like, there's an entire issue dedicated to the Scrambler character and his backstory. Um, And, of course, because it's Deadpool, he makes a joke on the last page that was like, I'm the title character, and I'm only in this one scene, you know. Stuff like that. So it does, it reaches a point where it just doesn't even feel like it's about those two characters anymore. And I really would have liked to have seen more of them actually teaming up because that's where mm. I think the strength lies uh, in their their riffing on each other. So, um, yeah, start strong, kind of a weak finish in my opinion. Although the whole gag about the um, real estate scam is kind of funny. And then Deadpool also makes a joke about that with the whole, like, magic. He's like, that completely... Makes sense and seals up all the plot holes, like why we were ever doing schemes together before and stuff like that. So the usual usual Deadpool breaking the fourth wall kind of fair. But, um, yeah, I think this was five issues, six issues when it came out. Yeah, it was out. five issues. Five issues. I remember. So, yeah. I remember. It, like I said, it's it's funny. When Deadpool sold a lot. It, it is very funny, but um, I I don't know if it's worth picking up, to be honest with it you. It is. It's, it is. You think so? By the graphic novel. 
they can order it for you. Bing. <laughs> if we don't have it in stock, we'll order it for you. <laughs> I mean, if you like the two characters, it's like I said, it's cool to see them together, but there's just not enough of them. So, so this was a question. I'm going to tear off topic a little yes. bit. That was brought up to me over the weekend. So, uh, would a Jedi be able to pick up Thor's hammer using the Force? I've seen this covered on, um, I want to say because science on the Nerdist channel has discussed this. And I think the consensus was if they're using the Force, yes. But I don't know. And really, I mean... When you're dealing with any comic book stuff, Chris, doesn't it matter? Yeah, that's true. Where, Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I said. I was like, it's all make believe, yeah. anyways. Yeah, because you're like these guys can move stuff with their minds, and this is a hammer that's impossible, like impossible to lift unless you're quote unquote worthy. But if you're not touching it, because the hammer can still fall and 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 move, right? If if something else moves, you know what I mean? Like if the world moves, it's not like the hammer just stays in place. Right. So with the Jedi using the force to, to move said hammer, I feel like they would be able to, but if they, but if they tried to pick it up, uh, that would be a different so story. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, but, but I'm, that's, I was just going to post it just to troll more than anything. But, but I think, I think that's actually the argument that was brought up on because science was that he tried to go into the whole science of things if you've never seen it it's a youtube channel and called, it's actually pretty interesting what's it called it's called because science because science okay and he takes all these comic book things and he tries to apply real world science to them to see how they would function if if at all possible and, and like there's a bunch of really really fun topics they're doing one uh what did they just do they did one about dinosaurs recently because of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. They're doing an Ant-Man themed one this coming week. So it's good. It's interesting stuff. All right. All right. We'll see. Yeah. I'll look at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, what does Four Color have coming up? Well, we have the big midnight release tonight, Tuesday night. So you won't be hearing this until tomorrow, so you'll miss it. Yes. But it's still a lot of fun. So uh, just keep, you know, like us on our Facebook pages, and, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and all that goodness. And then we also have uh, Teen Titans Go coming up. It's a Saturday event on the 28th. Mm-hmm. That is a, it's a 11 o'clock screening, it's open seating, t-shirt patch, Swag bag. The whole spiel. Not all the spiel, but some of the spiel. So Most of the spiel. It, it'll be a lot of fun still. Um, then we have Venom coming up. When is the when is that? That's in October, I believe. So it's still a ways it's like away. Everything's going to be. Thank God, I need a break. What, Aquaman is around like November? Aquaman is in November or December. So, yeah, Aquaman. Aquaman? Yeah, Aquaman. It's like Aquavelva. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh yeah, so I mean, we don't really have much coming up that way. We right now we have uh, this Friday. We also have our I am the Bat. Uh, it's or I am the Knight. It's a Batman art show. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we have local artists who have uh, designed on Batman masks. We are going to put them up for display for an entire we month. Have one designing right next to us. We do actually, and uh, we'll be putting them up for a month. And it's a silent auction, all to benefit Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. So sweet. Each of the pieces are being auctioned off. So, awesome. And uh, 
Where can people find out more about Four Color Fantasies? www.fourcolorfantasies.com. Actually, from there, you can find all our links to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All the social medias. All the social medias are right there. <laughs> and you can also shop off our website. So if you're That's ever right. looking for something, you can always look on there first, and we'll be more than happy to ship it to you or hold it here in the yeah. store for pickup. Like, say, uh, Deadpool v. Gambit trade paperback. Exactly, or Man of Steel number five. Yeah. Or all Man of Steel, because we think we still have all of them in stock. So yeah, It sounds like a very interesting story. It's actually been really good. And it's it, Bendis. Come on. Bendis! Yeah. Well, and, so. being, <laughs> and being a six-parter, too, that means it's it's within reason. So. Well, and that's the thing. is I, I Bendis has been a writer I really like when he's on point. And when he was like New Avengers, the first three story arcs of New Avengers, was like, holy crap, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then he got split into many different books and I felt that his focus got taken away and so some were still good they weren't they weren't like holy crap where's the next issue I'm going to punch somebody if I don't get it now as they were in the beginning but and then there were some that just felt really phoned in like there was a there was a new Avengers one that I was just like what the hell I mean I I really really and I know it sounds so sad but it felt like Somebody at editorial called him and said, "Hey, we don't have your script for this issue," oh, and wow. he like pumped it out in an afternoon. Yeah. So it's like, no, I honestly sometimes uh, these smaller story arcs that only you know are a handful of issues, I think they tell a better story because it's a definitive start and finish. You know, plus there's I think there's less pressure because when I the I don't remember the name of the the story arc, but it was uh, Scott Snyder doing Batman, and it was a, an issue a week. I jumped into it like full force, whole hog. Is your week? Yeah, and I, but I couldn't keep up. Like it was, it was just too much. And oh, I got that so, was. Oh, so I know behind. which one you're talking about. That was uh, back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Where it opens with like, yeah, yeah. Gotham burning. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A few years ago. Yeah. And, uh, but it, that is one of those things where the, while the story, I in that I think the story was good. It still had that kind of. CW television show feel where oh, yeah, it's like 22 episodes. So we got to take half of those and make them filler. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's part of what I think is the issue right now with Batman 50 that people are having issues with. Cause he did post that it, you know, he's a hundred issues that's, guaranteed right now. The storyline, the storyline that he's writing is a hundred issues long. It's only four years. So, I mean, that's his contract on there is for four years. So, mm. this is the story he's writing for four years. And he needs people to understand that this is not the end. This is not, this wasn't meant to be the, the like, you know, oh, I'm switching everything up at this point. This is part of the whole giant story. It's like chapter two, you know, kind of thing like that. So, yeah. All right. Well, we that's going to do it for us. I All think. right. Oh, yeah. I talked too long, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yakety yak. Jesus. Don't up. talk back. No, sorry. <laughs> um, wow, anyway, that guys, was so nerdy. This I is might as well be yelling at people in my yard. <laughs> First time I remember hearing that song was the movie The Great Outdoors. Oh my god, I love that movie. <laughs> Look at the size of the maggots on that meat. Oh, anyway, okay. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> This has been the comic wrap-up, and we will talk to you after the next issue.